Hey, Chad. Hey, Cameron. What are we drinking tonight? Uh, that that really uh, high-proof stuff I really should stop drinking because it gives me hangovers. That's fun. I got the new Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot flavor. Oh, my brother tried that. He said it tastes like it has ginger in it. Yeah, it's kind of got a ginger component, but also... Like if you if you inhale while you're too close to the open bottle, it feels like you you got like Cheeto dust in the back of your throat and you can't stop coughing for a while because it happened to both me and my dad. Yeah, when um, so my, my brother had that. He was hanging out with a bunch of his friends and like two of them decided to try it, and they immediately started coughing. And they're like, "I was like, wow, that must be really spicy." And they're like, "No, we haven't even tasted it yet. It's just like it's got some like gaseous cloud to it that just hits the back of your throat." And it irritates it. Yeah. It's not that it's like spicy. It's just caustic. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. So I'm like I'm having half of one. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like I want to I want to finish this so I can pour something else in my glass. Sure. I wasn't gonna drink tonight, and then I had kind of a long day, and I got home, and my kitchen smelled bad because I had like dirty dishes that I hadn't cleaned in a bit. It's like okay. I've hit a point where I actually really have to clean my kitchen. I'm not going to do that without at least one drink. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to record a podcast with Cameron. We're going to start in a bit. I might as well throw a little more in the glass. Just, you know, to liven the mood. And so that's where I'm at. Yay. It is fun to drink together. Yeah. I like that one night on VR where we just went to a bar and played pool. That was great. I told that was so one many of the most relaxing times. I might be on a movie podcast later to talk about Morbius, like in a couple weeks. So if no one sends me a version of that movie, I would have to go on a VR chat to watch it. Yeah, <clears throat> it's one of those things where I, I almost feel like part of the joke is just not seeing the movie. Yeah, kind of. Like, it, it's not just that it's bad. It's like pretending that your favorite line is something that wasn't in the movie. It's just the best part. Like, oh, uh, it's like that petition after it was in theaters and it bombed a second time. There was like a change.org petition that said, we're all busy that weekend. Please put it in the theaters a third time. Yeah, And their I goal was that. like 100 was signatures. Uh, how the, fun. Uh, six Twitter account. I remember retweeted that. I feel well, really yeah, bad I, I, for the producers there that <laughs> maybe just didn't understand what they're working with. I don't but feel also bad I for laugh any at of them. them. Yeah, that's the that's what I'm doing. I haven't seen Make it yet. Movies. I don't know. Can't, who knows how bad it is? Maybe it's just uh, uninteresting. I know Doug Anyways. Walker liked it, so. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> How have you been? I've been okay mostly. A uh, little worn down from work, but but nothing to actually complain about. Yeah, that sounds like a good way to put it. Work's been interesting this week, but not interesting and I'm going to talk about it way. Just interesting and I like, shit, I'm really tired when I get home, but I'm still going to... I'm not tired enough to nap, so I can't be that bad, right? Yeah. These are taxing times. Yeah. I did I did buy that new Predator toy. It hasn't arrived yet, but I finally bit the bullet and, and ordered it. The one we talked about last week. Oh, cool. I'm excited. I showed I got my neighbor a new toy who I play ping pong week. with. 
Oh, you did. Yeah. Well, talk about yours first. Oh, I know. I just I showed him because I was like, hey. Dan, have you have, do you know about like the original Predator design? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, oh man, do I got some fucking fun times for you? And so I showed him the figure and kind of some of the the concept art or whatever, and he thought it was cool. And I was like, yeah, like this figure is neat. And he's like, yeah, what's the name of that one? So he might get one too, just because he has a lot of aliens and Predator stuff and Terminator and all, all of those kinds of things, right? He's into that really a lot. And and that was a good piece. Like that would fit in with a collection. Yeah, I have two Predators. Um, one is, like, kind of a standard. It's it's half translucent, like it's just about to stealth. And it's pretty cool. And then the other one is from the first Aliens vs. Predator movie run, where they had cartoonishly big weapons. Uh, I really like that run, and I'm tempted to try and find more of them, because they just... I liked... There, there was an aesthetic to them that was just kind of extra, and I, I, I enjoyed that, and it, it, it's nostalgic, too, because I remember when that movie came out looking at all the cool toys, but I couldn't afford them then, and I'm like, I have money. I can buy all the dumb Aliens or Predator toys I want. What a to time return. to be alive. Yeah. So I think next week, though, when we record, I should have it in the house. Now we'll do a review. That sounds good. Maybe not, though. I've been trying not to drink as much, and then that's going as well as it always does. Yay. I forgive you. How about that? Thank you. You're the closest thing I have to a Jesus in my life, so that means a lot. <laughs> it's because I have a beard. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm not more entertaining. <laughs> That's fine. I'm sorry. I was just like uh, checking. I really shouldn't multitask during the show because it's rude to both our listeners and you. But I had this like random thought in the back of my mind where it's like, wait a minute. Am I on on leveling pace on Fortnite or am I behind the curve now? And it's like, oh, I got to level up again tonight because I was ahead. And then I. Oh, boy. Well, that's the business is taken care of. I'll do that later. I didn't realize Fortnite had uh, that stuff. I've never played that game. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I mean, I, it depends on what you want out of it because it can be a very casual thing, but this season in particular, I want to unlock everything. So I'm taking this season real serious and it's not actually hard to do. It's just like, I haven't played in three days. Um, I've been playing with my new, uh, Mio mini. Have you seen those? I have not. I don't know what that is. Let me... I'll send you, like, maybe a YouTube video here. But it's one of those little, like, bootleg doodads that, like, plays emulators. Oh, okay. I want to see video of it running. Like every once in a while. Because, like, it'd be fun to have just, like, all those old games just in one go, right? But then I'm like, I don't, I don't play any of the new games. Uh, what, why would I go play the old ones? Like, I just, I don't game. I game so infrequently that it never seems like a good use of my time. Yeah, um, this one it can't. It came pre-installed with like over a thousand games. <laughs> oh wow! And uh, I've been playing with it on my lunch breaks, but also like, I showed it to a coworker and he kind of got real excited. Like he he never he didn't know emulation was a thing. Like he didn't know you could play PlayStation games on a computer. Really? So I'm showing him this little thing where it's like, hey, dude, I got, we were talking about Gran Turismo the other day. Look, I got it running on this little thing that, like, fits in my hand. 
And he's like, whoa, mm-hmm. what is that? And he literally like bought one that day. Oh, nice. But it works really well. Uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to try like some other stuff and like, get a little more time with it, but that might be my glad space next week is a more like comprehensive review. Oh, cool. But I have been having I, fun I, with I this. I look at that and it, it reminds me of like some of the old Sega Genesis games I would play. Or the Super uh, Nintendo games. I'm guessing all of those are on there, right? Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. If I wanted to play like the Lion King from Sega Genesis, and then not get past like level three because that game was fucking hard, I could do it now. I'm an adult. Yeah. I've I've been playing. Uh, no joke. Like the the movie came out, so I've been playing the Game Boy Jurassic Park game, and the Genesis Jurassic Park game, and the PlayStation One Gen- Jurassic Park fighting game. Uh, just to like hit on these like nostalgic moments in my childhood while i'm thinking about the movie nice i remember the genesis and it's one. just uh yeah i i kind of like the genesis one that one had cool sound design and animations and stuff the sprite work yeah i remember um i never got super far into it which was kind of the norm for genesis games and little chad but there was like I want to say there was like a, a red themed level early on and there was like raptors and you had to like hide and, and, and climb ladders and things. Is that accurate? That might have been the sequel. Okay. I got nothing. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've been... <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing some weird like very random old games. But what else is new? It can be fun to go do that. I, I always think about it. Like, I really need to replay Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. It's been quite a few years. It is, like, my favorite game. I should reinstall Aliens vs. Predator 2 and at least play through the single player of that since the multiplayer is gone. Um, Unreal of the Awakening was, like, an Unreal Tournament game, but a fur- but uh, single player instead of uh, multiplayer. I haven't played that in a long time, but I remember when I did play it back in, like, high school, I thought it was fucking dope. And it had like some really proto uh, uh, protect the, the bases kind of thing, um, power defense stuff. You know, before like that was a genre. And it, there's probably like a huge list, right? Those are the ones that come to mind right away. But like, there's more. And then I just I just don't do it. And I have a lot of other things I'm working on. But also, I don't know. I'm like that one ASMR guy I watch before I go to bed. Like he put out a new video that's uh, Jurassic Park themed, where he's like one of the last uh, technicians that worked in Jurassic Park on the island, and he's realizing that, like, the boat is gone, and he's stuck, and there's, like, a storm, and there's, like, none of the dinosaurs are in their cages or whatever, and he's doing, like, this whisper stuff, and he's typing on this keyboard trying to figure stuff, but also he's, like, terrified and will probably die, and it's like, I don't know if this is supposed to be relaxing, but I'm entertained by the character, and so, like, I'm watching it in, you know, 10 to 15 minute chunks just to see, like, what happens to him. And so I guess like I could play video games instead of watch that, but not happening apparently. Oh, I was playing Sonic Two. Oh, there you go. That's the most normal but thing anybody has said on the show so the far. The modded version, or rather maybe patched, you might call it, where it runs Sonic Two and Knuckles. Oh yeah, that wasn't and modded. That was been... when you put Sonic Two in Sonic and Knuckles. Like that was a physical thing. You well, no, do. but you have to. You have to do something to the ROM for that to work, though. Oh, really? So to it has that separate ROM, so you can boot it in that state. Oh, okay. Um, 
and I haven't, I, I never owned Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, so it was kind of like, we would do this once in a while like, if we rented it. But it was one of those things where we'd rent Sonic and Knuckles, and then I would put the Sonic 2 cartridge in it to play as Knuckles in Sonic 2, and my dad would get yelled at, he would yell at me because it's like, you've already played Sonic 2. Like, <laughs> like why don't you play the other one with like the new levels while we have it? And it's like, yeah, I'm playing Knuckles. It's different. It's not really that different. No, it's kind of funny, though, that he would, like, have the, the understanding to be like, what are you doing? You're playing the old thing when we bought you the new thing. Because, like, I don't think my parents paid a whole lot of attention to video games back when we had a Genesis. They kind of just, like, which one do you want this year? And you'd point at one and hope it was the right one to get. And that was sort of it. But they didn't. They were They were pretty hands-off when it came to video games for a bit. And then the Nintendo 64 and the GameCube, they, they cared a bit more, enough to be, like, good parents, but not enough to, like, care. I'm not mad at them or nothing. They were totally fine. But it wasn't until the GameCube, actually, like, kind of, we got we got them to play a little bit or at least try. I remember getting my mom to play Smash Brothers with us for a bit. That was fun. I was like, be Roy yeah, and use funny, the C-Stick, um, you'll kill us. Uh, getting my, uh, my mom into emulation. Where, like, she's playing uh, the Nintendo 64 Beetle Adventure Racing on her laptop with oh, the nice. Xbox controller. And it's just, like, it's kind of funny because it's, like, she's not, like, super into techie stuff or all this stuff. But it's, like, she just loves that game so much. And this is a lot more convenient than getting the 64 out of storage. Yup. I would love to replay the Metroid Prime games. I remember loving those so much. Yeah, those, I think, actually hold up still. Speaking of hold up or don't hold up, I guess June is now just like E3 month because E3 doesn't happen anymore. Well, it doesn't happen this year. They're coming back next year. Oh, okay. So this is this is just a one-off like oopsie doodle. We'll have a normal event next year. We'll see how normal it is. I was uh, I was hearing uh, someone asked like, let's say E3 comes back. Why would anyone bother with it? Like E3 is this weird uh, embarrassment competition. Where people try to fill time and compete with each other. And, like, here's this year. Every company is basically announcing things at their pace on their terms. And not on mm -hmm. a live stage. Like, like the E3 stage. You either get uh, computer nerds that have never done public speaking before. And now they have to talk live in front of a million people. Or you get these weird, like, paid professional talkers that don't know what video games are. So there's, like two competing forms of cringe and it's yeah. like i don't even pay attention to the trailers anymore i want to see what's her name struggle to form a a star trek joke for some reason because she's talking to their paid cosplayer that said he's only there because ubisoft paid him to be there because he didn't understand what his job was it's it's funny though because like 10 years ago and I think we've talked about this before, but just like, wow, E3 was amazing. Like, I was always so excited. And there was so much garbage, but like, the highlights always outweighed it. And then, as I've gotten older, obviously, that, that sort of ratio has flipped over. And now I just don't give a shit. And then you tell me the good stuff, or at least the funny stuff. And then we do that once a year, and, it, and it's always enjoyable, because I don't have to do any work at all. Yeah, I mean, and like you were just saying, um, it's not like you're like super into gaming anyways. 
Right. So it's like, yeah, I I don't have a life, so I can just I can consume all of this stuff. This is a waste of even my time. Well, you have other things you could be doing that are better, Cameron. I, I mean, if it's a waste no, of I your time, no, I don't. This is the best. Be- yes, you do. You guys could draw. You could write. You have your kids' story. You thought about working on once that you could start. You could do more weird VR Sorry. chat videos. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, I'd rather waste my time. I mean, that's fair. You get home from work. You're fucking tired. You don't want to do anything productive. You want to waste your time. I understand. So. Uh, what, what, uh, what should we talk about first? Did, I want to know, did you hear anything? Like, did any highlights get so big that they even came to you before your friend Cameron bored you about it? Uh, I know someone in my writer's group, or no, it wasn't in my writer's group, it was a different Discord, shared something with Overwatch 2, I guess there's a new character. The Junker Queen. I don't know if that happened, but like that's that's the only thing I think I do. God, this is seven minutes. I don't fucking care enough to watch seven minutes of this bitch. Is that all? Is that is that the only thing you heard? Uh no, the so my writers group have been going back and forth about some stuff, but it's largely all been like JRPGs and I I don't care about Final Fantasy. Like I I guess there's a new Final Fantasy remake of some kind. Of course there is. They do that all the time. I don't care. Um, scrolling up, someone's talking about Gravity Falls, which I do care about. Um, okay, never mind. Maybe there's not a lot here. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think one of the themes this year is, uh, th- there's kind of this strange, um, we had lower expectations because no one built up expectations. But for some okay. people, it kind of hit after the fact that, oh, this was pretty much E3 this year. Fuck. Like, well, even like our friend Anthony, um, I asked him what he thought about all the stuff. And he was like, what stuff? Like all the announcements. Like, like there were like three different uh, showcases today. And he's like, wait, is it E3? I thought it was just like the, the Game Awards or something. I haven't been watching any of this. And it's like, that's his career <gasps> is video games. And he didn't even hear. Is it? I, is that his career? I know he's like working on one. Well, no, that's his day job is working on a video game. I guess like, yeah, that, I don't know. It's kind of weird how you can, like, be in an industry but really detached because you actually don't care that much about it. You're just, like, building your product, and it's, like, you're part of the assembly line. A little bit of that. Um, I mean, like, you know, fixing bugs that someone else assigns you isn't, like, a glorifying position necessarily. Right. But he pays attention to this stuff. So it's like I'm sending him trailers, and he's like, what? They announced this? What? They announced that? Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's kind of a lot of, uh, kind of weird announcements. I think a lot of the stuff kind of leaked. So things that were maybe supposed to be surprises were things that we knew about months ago. I saw the alien thing, the top down had a really cool cinematic trailer. And it's like, oh, this could be fun. I wonder, I'll play this maybe. And then it's like top down squad based shooter. And I was like, never mind. I will do literally anything else with my time. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. Is it like turn-based, like XCOM, or is it like more like Diablo? It's like they, we know so little about the game. I know just about enough about it to be upset. And I think there was like a Warhammer oh. game trailer or something because I thought I saw you share that somewhere, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. Uh, well, they did. Uh, Warhammer had its own like keynote where they 
They talked about like seven games. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, there's that Left 4 Dead knockoff one. There's like some other. There's like the Space Marine shooter that looks really good. There's another new strategy game. There's a like a vehicle tanky kind of game. Um, there's like a new card game. I think there's another strategy game. Like it, mostly just like PC stuff that you'll see trickle onto Steam like always. But they did like hold mm-hmm. all their trailers and announcements for one day to kind of like make a thing out of it, which is kind of fun. Commendable. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the Left 4 Dead clone I'm interested in is someone who likes Left 4 Dead and would be down. I haven't played that in a while. Um, everyone saw me and Joe talk about like maybe installing that again and playing, running through some stuff. But like Left 4 Dead with the Warhammer coat of paint, fuck yeah, that's a thumbs up. Like that's that's such a hard thing to screw up. I will just assume they did not do that. And Vermintide was fun. Before. Yeah. Uh, so I've been told. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. So, so far, like, I'm um, kind of pumped. I mean, we talked about a game I want to play. The Vermintide 2 Electric Orkaloo. Yeah, there's stuff. Uh, so I don't want to just, like, walk through and list all the announcements because it's boring. I want to yeah. talk about, like, interesting highlights that you might care to listen to. The yeah. exception is maybe the worst <laughs> show of all of them. I want to walk. I want to talk about the Sega one. Oh no, did Sega fall? This oh, is the worst. I think I saw some Sonic shit. I yeah, this is one of the first ones. I think this actually came out on the seventh. And so we might have talked about it a little bit. But they um they, you know, they, they say like, hey, Sega's gonna have a whole you know, their E three keynote hour, you know? And it's a watch it this time. Make sure you watch. It's gonna be tomorrow. Make sure you watch. Get this reminder, you're gonna watch it. And so they showed off Gotta Sonic Origins. Which, if you don't know, it's like a collection of Sonic 1, 2, and 3 and Sonic CD. And that's kind of it. I don't know if you saw that pre-order chart, but it's like if you pre-order, you get a different title menu that has better graphics on it. That's stupid. I like this is a, it's a disaster of a product. There's also supposed to be some kind of like remastered version where the graphics are different where like it it renders the sprites different and in widescreen so technically it'll just kind of look better on your big screen and i get that that's a feature but that's one of those things that i don't want because i literally just went out and spent 60 dollars on a small game boy that plays in my pocket that was more appealing than this collection on my playstation you know uh they showed off sonic frontiers which looks worse and worse the longer we look at it. I should google that one. So they are they're doing open world. And when they announced no! it was going to be open world, my f- first thought was like, well, I hope it's not like Breath of the Wild because I really hate that game. And it's like even the enemies are designed like Breath of the Wild. Like it's just he's he's like running through grass and fighting these like abstract geometrical shapes with neon lights and then also the the animations are bad and all the effects are weird and it, it feels like uh those like weird unreal engine demos where someone will like they'll render a super realistic grass and then have sonic running through it and then all the comments are like sega should hire this man this is what a real game looks like because they don't understand what design is and so they literally went out and this. hired that man and i'm like oh no I don't understand. An Unreal Engine so, tech uh, demo. 
I'm watching this like gameplay tech demo thing, and like Sonic is zooming around and grinding on rails, and that's kind of cool. And then when he starts walking, he is ridiculously boringly slow, and I can't tell if that's on purpose or if this this game is weird. Okay, now he's going kind of fast, but like the this world is huge, and it looks fun to move around, but it's also depressingly empty and kind of not like that fun to look at like your your de description of this as like that unreal tech demo we all saw a long time ago is really accurate but the lighting is better and like maybe this will be good this is clearly like unfinished to me like there's no way this is finished product i hope because i don't want to just be sonic running around the most boring empty cavern or canyon but I kind of like the idea. Uh, feedback, but also, I don't want to play it open. Yeah, huh? I mean, the feedback has been pretty unanimous, and the devs actually came out and said, uh, "We are, we do hear the feedback, but we think that you guys just don't get it. So we'll explain it better later." Mm. Which is condescending. That's not how you do it. I just don't want to play a Sonic open world game. Like, good God. So. That was only the start of the announcements. It gets better. Oh, dear. Okay. Um, There's going to be Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails costumes in Fall Guys this summer, which becomes free to play. Yay. There's more. Celebrate Sonic oh, Central with S Sonic Speed Simulator, a new level coming to Roblox this summer. I want you to disappoint me one more time. That's not all. Sonic Forces Yay! and Sonic Dash on, on phones this summer will have special movie-themed characters featuring Paramount Pictures' Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I played a bit of Sonic Forces because you bought it for me, and I was going to play the whole thing and be like, look, it, I did it. And then I got like two levels in, and I was like, this game is not very good. No, no, this is Sonic Forces the phone game. Oh, I bet it's even worse. Hooray. But that's not all. Look at this collectible vinyl figure you can order this summer. What's that? Knuckles-themed G-Fuel with a Knuckles drinking cup. Okay, that one's dumb. The figure's kind of alright. I don't know why it's in black and white, though. Hey, kids. Remember Sonic? He's back in Pez form. Collect Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails as Pez this summer. I feel so bad for the dude that has to go up and be like, Hey... You want to know our big E3 announcement? Is there Sonic Pez? The shitty candy no one likes. Um, <laughs> but that's not all. Uh, in theaters, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was a big success. And you can own it on DVD and Blu-ray this summer. That's okay. That makes sense. And now, here's a quick preview of Sonic Prime coming to Netflix this fall. And I'm not kidding when I say the preview for Sonic Prime was like three seconds long. And it was like Sonic running. Visual clip Netflix. It's 30 it's seconds. Like, it, it was, um, this was everything. That was the, all the announcements. I, <laughs> I, I made time to watch this, Chad. I was on board until he talked to Big the Cat. So, um, Sonic... Or rather, the Sega thing that that's that fills the void in my heart. That you know, you know, I like sustain myself on cringe. 
E3 yeah. is my Christmas. Uh, so the the Sega letdown was the uh, the antimatter I needed for my soul to work. You're good for like another month. I, I'll get by for another month. Um, now we're not going to walk through all the other shows like this, but uh, there was there was a lot of shows. Uh, I got a list here. So okay, so Sony did a state of play, and it didn't feel like they were talking about their things. Uh, they talked a lot about the new PlayStation VR 2, and they played trailers for VR 2, and like Resident Evil 4 on VR, and Resident Evil 8 on VR, and Horizon Zero VR, and um, a couple other games too. And then like a few indie titles, and it was fine, but it didn't feel like their showcase. You know what I mean? Like it, it was kind of. It was missing something, and people pointed out, hey, shouldn't they have announced that God of War game by now? And they haven't talked about it at all. And isn't there a Spider-Man game, but we haven't seen anything yet? My my question then is if uh, Resident Evil 4 is coming to Sony VR, is it going to eventually come to, like, basic bitch Steam so anybody who has an Oculus or a, a Vive or whatever can just play it? Because I would like to play that one. That would be fun. Yeah, it, that one looks good. Uh, I think it's coming to Oculus. I don't know if they've announced it for Steam or not, but sometimes Oculus games run on Steam. Okay. Uh, did you see the trailer for that? No, I know my brother did though, because he was he talked about it a little bit ago. Because it was coming to uh, I think the Quest, like a, a very specific headset first for a while that neither of us have. And it's like, well, that sucks. I, I literally own an Oculus branded headset, but I can't play this because it's not on this specific one. He's got a vibe, and it's like, well, eventually it's got to like come somewhere we can play this thing. It probably will. It's just weird to have to wait like over uh, a year for that. Or maybe it's only been six months. I don't know how time works. You see. After Sony was the Summer Game Fest, which is Jeff Keighley. Do you like Jeff Keeley? I can't remember who he is. He's the Dorito Pope. So I want I want to start making some t-shirts called I Lost My Virginity at Summer Games Fest. Oh, dude, you should make that shirt up, but I also I want one that has like a totally different design, but it's like I kept my virginity at Summer Games Fest, and we can wear those together. Yeah, and they have like arrows pointing at each other. And people will be really confused. <laughs> the arrows so which don't, one don't you add fuck up. The but... other one, yeah. Okay, Summer Games Fest. So they did a big uh, Street Fighter Six announcement. They showed Guile gameplay. Do you like Guile and Street Fighter? I don't. I've never played Street Fighter. I want to say that was maybe one of the better announcements of the show. Who's um, Guile? Oh, they did announce Goat Simulator Three. Oh, neat. I'm glad we're still making those kinds of games, I guess. There's clearly a How market do you feel for about... them. So yeah. <laughs> there, no, there is. Um, how do you feel about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge? I don't. Oh, okay. They add, they're adding Casey Jones as a playable character. My question there is, how has he not been one? I don't know a lot about TMNT, but I know that Casey Jones big deal people like him he's got like a hockey stick you think he would just be like in the game to start with as a thing you could unlock or be yeah you might think uh so i guess the the big thing that they announced at the end of the show the this is the end cap this is how they wrap everything up this is how they win 
the Last of Us Part One remake. Wait, what? And they showed Why? They showed a trailer, and people will put the screenshots side by side, and I can't tell the difference. Yay, we did I, it. I we get it was problem. a PS3 game, but it, it looked good, and they already like it touched did. it up once. Like It it doesn't need this. <laughs> I don't get it. Is that really a PS3 game? Yeah. We have a PS3? I right? I thought that was on the PS4. I, well, you know what? Let me look it up. Last of Us PS3. I'm so bad at games. I don't even know what game systems I have in the house. Yeah, it's uh, five dollars wow. on eBay right now. Everyone, that's a decent game. People should play that or watch the uh, the TV version on YouTube. Or the TV version that comes to Paramount Plus this summer. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. That's next summer. <laughs> uh, how about Left 4 Dead? Do you like Left 4 Dead? I like Left 4 Dead. I didn't mean that. I meant Dead Space. I like Dead Space. I never played the third one. I heard it was kind of rough. I actually never played the second one either, now that I think about it. Well, that's the best way to do it. And and if you want the actual sequel, the director of the first one is making a new game called The Callisto Protocol, which is literally just the good stuff from Dead Space and none of the sequel garbage. Oh, there you go. So, that's that. Um... What's in Dead this Space trailer 4? doesn't show much, so I won't bother with it. But oh, okay. Narratively, I don't know what they would do, but I know Dead Space Three was a lot more of like more of like a Gears of War game than a than a Dead Space game. People were upset, and there was like weapon crafting <laughs> yeah. and microtransactions, and it was just it just seemed like a bad time. Yep. It is. It, it's a little weird. I should play Dead Space One again, though. That game fucking rules. Yeah, if you want to make time for like for uh, for classics, fit that game in. Uh, Here's a different one. Are you familiar with limited run games? Is that like a publisher? Is that a genre? Uh, I want to call it a publisher. Okay, then no. So they're a shop, and they sell like physical copies of stuff. And they actually they opened a physical store you can go to now. But they they also do this thing where. Uh, they will sell the physical version of, like, download-only indie games. So it's like, hey, if you really, really love this, uh, you know, what, Shovel Knight, and you want le- you want it in, like, an actual case with a retro-style instruction booklet because you're a collector, we're making, like, a thousand of them. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's that kind of thing. Uh, so they actually had a bunch of announcements to make. Because uh, game hobbyists are, are collectors. There is an audience there, even if it's not the mainstream gaming stuff. And guess who they had do the uh, the their keynote? Um, Tony Hawk. No. They had Mega64. Oh, fuck yeah! And the they did this format that honestly should have been done much sooner. And so I'm kind of glad that it, this worked out the way it did, because it's really good. What they did was they filmed it like it's one of those crappy uh, FMV games where it's like this like low quality graininess and like uh, the resolution and it'll like cut funny and it's like all just like the cheapest effects because like there's no budget for it. And there's this like narrative about like, well, terrorists stole all the game trailers, so you have to get them back. And so it's like all the cutscenes from a fictional FMV. Nice. Yeah, 
And so, like, this got attention from a lot of the uh, the limited run people, like the the fans of their stuff. That and they're not super familiar with Mega sixty four, and they got confused because they thought, "Wait, is this a real game? Like, can I get the <laughs> can I get this game? I love FMV. I want more FMV games." Oh shit! Orcs Must Die three ever came out. I didn't know that. See, there's a whole bunch of out? things. That came out last year. That came out literally a year ago. No one told me. I remember I was watching a I trailer told you for it was this a... and being like, oh, cool. Yeah, we talked about it last year. I mu- that must have been before it came out, and then I forgot, and apparently it is out. Yeah. I should, I should probably You know what? This. I bet I bet it was like an E3 trailer where it said, coming next month. And you said, oh, cool, and you forgot about it. Yeah. The reviews are apparently a little mixed. It can't be that bad. It's Orcs Must Die. Fuck's sake. Though uh, Unchained kind of sucked, so... You know. And then I'm going to add Dead Space to my watch list. Because I don't own the first Dead Space. God damn it. I own the second one for some reason. I've never played it. There's going to be a Steam sale coming soon. I know as someone who has a game that will be part of that sale. Like I'm not going to say the date because I don't remember what it is. But it's it within the next, like, probably 20 days. It's always around the same time. Like, it's not even a it's not even a, a, a surprise, right? You know that Steam has a summer sale. Yeah. It's coming. Um, there was the usual. We had a Devolver Direct thing, a Netflix thing, Epic Games, Tribeca Games, Guerrilla Collective. Uh, this is a cute one, but there was a Wholesome Direct it was all like indie games that are like nice, and you don't have to worry about seeing blood during the trailers. That sounds kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, there was a Capcom showcase. Oh, yeah. So, Capcom I liked because they announced the Resident Evil 8 DLC that, I, that they announced last year. They actually showed like a trailer, which is funny because the trailer spoils the story of 8. So, I hope everyone played it. Oh, there you and go. They also announced there's like a there's like a horde mode where it's like a challenge arcade mode where you just shoot endless zombies. They that announced more characters and you can play as Lady Dimitrescu in that, which is kind of funny. She's the tall vampire lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The internet knows what the internet wants, which is always entertaining. Yeah. Uh, and then I feel like they announced some, oh they announced a third person mode. Which is very yeah, interesting because that. that game's very deliberately first person, but the feedback people keep asking, yeah, yeah, but I want third person. And it's like, you know what? Fine. And so they're they're putting in a third person mode because people asked for it. And it's like, yeah, that's good customer service there. You know what would be really funny is if they did that, but then your model was just always in a T pose. <laughs> yeah, it's like they didn't do the animations. Like, fine, like, fuckers. Yeah, you this can is play what you asked person. for. You back half of the character is just not textured. Uh, Capcom, oh yeah, so Street Fighter, the whole roster leaked. So that kind of spoils all the announcements that they have until launch. That sucks. Uh, and then there was like Monster Hunter stuff, but I'm not current on that, so I can't speak to it. So when it comes to, um, fighting games and rosters, I swear to God, one of the reasons why Super Smash Bros. Melee was so fun is because I had no idea who was in it. And you'd play for like 500 hours and you'd unlock Mewtwo or whatever. And it's like, oh my god, Mewtwo's in this game, that's amazing. And then, going forward with um, Brawl and Ultimate, there was, you know, these big events to, like, 
showcase all the characters you'll eventually be able to get. And then that kind of sucked. Like it took it took so much of the fun out. Like it was cool because you got to know like, oh, I can't wait to fucking play as that dude. But I miss that organic level of like surprise. And so to me, if I was a Street Fighter fan, I think I think I would want want to know who's going to be unlockable or who's going to be in it. Like I really like that idea of like you buy it and you don't know. And then all of a sudden new fighter approaching, right? Like that kind of whimsy and that kind of like uncertainty is just so hard to capture now. And I miss it. Like that was always that was fun. There, there's something to be said about like not knowing and being surprised. Yeah, but that's just the nature of the internet, though. I mean, like, the reason that Nintendo showed this stuff up front was because they wanted to announce it on their terms and not, like, have a race to be the day one leaker or something that ruins everything. Yeah, and then but obviously it's also if you're like, invested, you're like, you're going to follow it because just, otherwise someone's like... going to ruin it for you. <laughs> that whimsy is special. Yeah. There's not enough whimsy. Oh, I saw that one game that was like you're a, you're a demon on a skateboard, and if you fall over, you explode because you're made out of glass. Okay. You know that one? There's like, yeah, but there's like, I, I just realized, I think four different skateboard games got announced this year. Really? Uh, what? One's not a skateboard. You're on you're on rollerblades, but it's like you do kick flips and stuff, and spin around or whatever. Uh, you know whatever rollerblade tricks are called uh but you also shoot and you do tricks to get ammo to reload so you have to do a cool trick and then you and they do a cool trick and there's another one where you play as like a frog or something that's like a cute animal and it really reminded me of that bird one that came out last year that no one liked skate bird yeah no one liked that because apparently, like, there was issues with how it controlled or something. I remember hearing people bitch about it, that, but I don't It was jank. Why. Yeah, it was on Game Pass, and so I did download it. And it's really cute. But by the second stage, it was kind of like, I had my fill. I'm kind of wondering and if I type in Skatebird on that Rule 34 site, what comes up? So I think um, the wow, only nothing? thing left... Really? Uh, I want to talk about is Xbox. I think Xbox did a good job this year. And a lot of the feedback was that it was underwhelming. Like the comments online were all pretty negative about it. And I I thought that was interesting because uh, they did something different this year that I applaud. But they deliberately said, we're going to show things that are going to be ready to come out at least within 12 months. And also it's going to be as much gameplay as possible. And I think there's only a couple things where they they did like cinematic trailers. It was mostly gameplay footage. And it was also mostly stuff that's coming out within a year. And it's like, well, yeah, red. <laughs> like that's what I actually want. Uh, the new Forza, I can't get over the photorealism. It's uh, it's literally difficult to imagine it coming out like that. Like it's so good. Forza has always been on the cutting edge of graphics and it's always mind blowing. Like, how could, well, this can't get any better. Unless it was, like, literally photorealistic. And then it just keeps, like, edging closer. And you're like, how the fuck are they doing that? Like, I don't... I will never play a Forza game. I do not care. But I'm always impressed by how well they look. Oh, it looks like we just got a trailer for Final Fantasy VII Part Two. That's good. Nice. Uh, but I never yeah, played Forza, the first one, but I want it, to. I didn't either. I have a free copy on PlayStation. I should make the time for it. Uh, oh, yeah, they did a... 
Um, they did a weird uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator trailer. Um, it was kind of funny because it it was good, but it's also just more Flight Simulator. I like how there's a Forza Horizon Hot Wheels. Oh yeah, the Hot Wheels trailers actually looked really. I'm, I'm looking for the the motorsport one. Like, dude, no one told me about this fucking Hot Wheels thing. I play this. This looks awesome. Yeah, the Hot Wheels one, that's technically last gen. And I can't go over how pretty that looks. It looks really nice. Um, Here's the Motorsports. This is like the current gen one. At that timestamp. It's thinking, it's thinking. This video made me inappropriate. Oh my god, I don't care. Just play it, you piece. There we go. Holy crap. <laughs> so it's a little hard to skim because the whole video is so long that the bar is tricky. Um, but yeah. it's just all the lighting, like the ray tracing makes a difference. Like I, I've seen some interesting ray tracing examples where it's like, wow, I get the tech, but does it actually make a difference? And here where they're trying to simulate real light, it's like, oh, I get it. It looks really, really good. Um, there's a part where they zoom in on some like 3D scanned orange traffic cones where it's like, was that necessary? Like, I take it. They're good. I love it. But the attention to detail is like so crazy. If you're not into racing, you can at least appreciate what this Xbox is fucking doing. Yeah. And like, that's kind of where I'm at. We're like, oh, this is a really, really pretty game. I'll never play it because I definitely don't. <laughs> don't yeah. uh, play racing games very often it's not for everyone um but it's so yeah it was, it's impressive looking what else did they announce that was good um because there's like there's other stuff there's some things whatever i i think maybe their biggest what are you laughing at just the way you said that was funny there's some other stuff there's some things whatever like that was good. i mean it's funny. it was the xbox announcements it's stuff coming out like I, again it, they showed gameplay of stuff they also announced some things that we didn't see before and showed gameplay of it and it's just very refreshing because i hate uh in fact there's an example of one game in particular where i think it's called like atlas and it's like people talking about how history is important and and but did you ever want to make your own history and so what if you could make your own history and there's all these like pre-rendered cgi things of like explorers climbing the mount everest and they find the great pyramids on top of mount everest and it's like what is this game about like is this civilization or what and at the end it's like make your own history atlas and we get this obscure logo and then it cut away and it's like i don't even know what genre the game is like they did such a bad job of pitching this and uh, they did an after show where they interviewed different developers about all the games. And so I skimmed ahead to the Atlas part. It was like, just explain what the fucking game is. And these people, it, they talk like robots. Like, like they had these like pre-approved lines that they recited in tandem. And it was so unnerving how robotic they talked that I, I had to turn it off. It was like, this is the most phony bullshit. Which again... I need to survive. <laughs> it's like it's like if oxygen burned my lungs, but I still need to breathe it once in a while. Yeah. 
Um, it's Speaking just of, like we gotta do a I, I don't video. We get it. One of those in a while. Oh, I'm sorry, you're breaking up there because my internet's been bad this week. Oh, I said we we gotta do a Tamers video. It's been a little while. Oh, actually, yeah, we could do one of those soon. Um, but I, I want to go back to good announcements. They finally showed gameplay of Starfield. Did you see that? Nope. Do you know what Starfield is? Ah, uh, maybe. Oh, it's a third-person shooter-looking it's, thing. It's the new Bethesda game. Okay. So they're pretty much doing this instead of Fallout. Like they're 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 skipping the Fallout year and they're doing a sci-fi thing. What kind of bugs and will be in this one? It's uh, I I assume the all of them. <laughs> Uh, right? <laughs> That's such a hack joke, but also, come on. It looks nice. Uh, like it's pretty. So it's interesting. Yeah, it's it seems pretty. Uh, some people are nitpicking the gameplay, and it's like, you know, it's kind of... I think it's supposed to be more of an RPG than an actual shooter. I would like yeah, it I mean, if the shooting the was case, good, right? but it, I'm also like... Mm. But the part that I like is that you can make your own little spaceship. Like, you can customize the parts and build it out in different ways. And actually, like, oh, fly nice. it around. And it's like, oh, that alone kind of makes me want it. And then they also said there's a thousand planets. Jesus. Yeah. And so what like they're doing, apparently Oblivion was like this. But when they made Oblivion, the map was, like, procedurally generated. And then they built buildings. Like, they did the handcrafted part over the land. So, like, there okay. were, like, caves and things and certain cliff sides where it's like, oh, this would be a good place for a settlement. And so they put the settlement there, and it kind of felt natural in a way. And it saved them a lot of time in, like, handcrafting each stupid hill. And so apparently the planets are kind of procedural, but they have a story that has to hit so many bits, and there's so many kinds of buildings, and so they're, like, hand-placing those throughout the galaxy as, he, you know, as makes sense. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting because, I, I mean, the handcrafted part makes an experience better. But the idea of getting the quantity, like if every planet is this pretty, it could be a really interesting game. The gunplay does look a little weak. Yeah. But even like with Fallout, like wasn't Fallout gunplay practically turn-based? Because like you have the system where like you pause and you click on what you want to shoot at and you have like an accuracy stat. Yeah, and I've never played a Fallout game, but I know I remember just seeing like footage of it, right? Where like there's a lot of slowdown stuff, a lot of um, stats, kind of like an RPG in there involved. I'm not surprised that this has kind of that kind of mechanics maybe going on. It's just it's not what I would want. But I would also I don't want to play an open world game with a thousand planets. I just literally never want to play a game that long because I will never finish it. So, I mean, not for me. I'm playing No Man's Sky, which has 14 quintillion planets. This is true. Um, I like the RPG elements. They showed the character creator, and apparently you can do like a background where it's like you're an orphan, or you still have your parents, or like you're you're a farmer, or you're a gunslinger outlaw man, or you're a a drug smuggler or something. And so it's like you can you can try to like be a businessman, and like you're just trying to find a good trade route in the galaxy or you're a Han Solo and you're stealing stuff and it's stuff like that where it's like I could picture if this game is everything they promised which it never was it could be a really <laughs> classic game 
You know, Skyrim yeah. is still being sold. Dude, like you could buy Skyrim that plays on cockroaches now. Like they've ported that everywhere. People like that one. I hope one of the planets you land on just like is Skyrim. That'd be awesome. That, that honestly, that would be fucking amazing. You just land on, you can play through the entirety of Skyrim in this game. And also, like you show up with your laser gun, and you're just like, "This is my boomstick," and you just shoot the dragon. That would also be cool. I, I would enjoy that. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I, I I'm not a big Bethesda guy, but I also admire what they do. Um, I don't think I've liked a single Bethesda game, except. I play Elder Scrolls online, but also that's act, that's technically a different studio making it. Um, so it's just funny to me because it's like I'll get excited about a new Fallout and then I'll try it for five minutes and return it. So I don't know what Starfield's going to be for me, but it, it looked good. Sure. They did a good job showing it off. They good good job. I think setting realistic expectations a bit. There's a couple things I've seen people run crazy with where it's like, no, no, they didn't actually say that. Don't get your hopes up, but. Um, they did showcase a lot of very cool features, so we'll see. Well, I'm glad uh, you got to watch all that stuff and tell me the highlights. This is becoming a really yeah. nice uh, yearly endeavor that involves no work on my part other than to watch trailers on a podcast and go, ooh and ah, look how pretty that is. Uh, I don't know if you have any closing thoughts, otherwise we can move on to housekeeping stuff. Um, I will say Nintendo promised to do something at the end of the month. Also, it looks like EA and Ubisoft both canceled their shows. That's uh, okay. So this was actually a more thorough show than I thought it would be because everything was spread out over the month. And it's like, oh, no, we got the bulk of it. I could see if Nintendo's is good, like devoting an episode to that. I like Nintendo in theory. I don't play their stuff very much. I still have a childlike wonder towards Nintendo. Like there's a capacity of my brain that gets all lit up and happy when they do things yeah depending on how much they do i'll let you know if that was a good show okay housekeeping so we are gonna do a music club next week it sounds like ah uh, yes been a little bit i'm excited i always like our music club episodes I'm opening iTunes to figure out what the hell I was going to send you because I can't remember how to pronounce the name. Oh, no. That's a good sign. <laughs> um, here it is. So we were I was hemming and hawing real hard on what to make you listen to. And uh, I, have, I have so many options because I like a lot of music. And then part of me was like, damn it, what if I just made him listen to something kind of weird? And I told my brother about that. And he's like, well, you make him listen to a lot of metal music. You... you do you think he's getting sick of that? Like, does it all sound the same to him? So, Cameron, does it all sound the same to you? Um, I, I wouldn't say all. No, I think there's been variety on there on our shows. Okay, because I got kind of nervous. Because like to me, everything I've sent sent you sounds different. Like the even if some of like the prog metal is technically it's prog metal, but like they're approaching it pretty differently. Uh, because I'm like I'm continuing that right. Like so. The, the band I'm going to send you is called... It's a it's a Russian folk death metal band called Zmei Gornich. Uh, Z-M-E-Y-G-O-R-Y-N-I-C-H. The album name is Devilish Dances. And 
it's a really entertaining like 35 minutes it's not a super long album um i really like it it's got uh has some like deathcore elements. There's a couple breakdowns in there. I, it, it's an interesting, diverse mix of songs. Like, it, it, there's not a lot like it on the market, but it is entirely Russian. It's all in Russian. It is extremely goofy. And I would encourage anybody who's curious to watch one or two live videos because their live videos are a hoot. Like, they, they are having so much fun on that stage. And it is, it is a good time to see. That does sound fun. A little extra homework there. Um, what fun thing? Oh, sorry, was that all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like uh, I'll repeat it. It's uh, Zvi Gornich Devilish Dances. And that's a that's another one where like I guess if anyone is newer to the show, the whole point of Music Club is that you guys listen along too. We're gonna have fun talking about it next week. So check the link. Uh, in the the episode description, because I'll link to it to help too. Yeah, this does sound kind of fun. I'm I'm skimming a little bit right now. This will be fun. Yeah, the, uh, for the listeners and and you, they have two singers. One of them is a more traditional uh, death metal vocalist. He he's not as acrobatic as most deathcore stuff. He's got a, kind of a couple of uh, lanes he sticks to pretty well. And then they have a uh, a lady who sings the uh, the folk parts, and she sounds like she sounds like a six foot tall Russian woman carrying six bottles of vodka in her arms while she's dancing and doing like traditional uh, folk style music. Whatever like the uh, the thing in your head is, it's that. Well, and uh, she doesn't look like that at all. She's actually like really tiny and super cute, but like the way <laughs> she sings and stuff, like it just it feels like she's like this like. 55-year-old Russian lady who's imbibed more vodka than we will ever dream of and uh, is having a good time. It, it, it's such an aesthetic. It's great. It's it's a lot of fun. Well, that's good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, what, what fun things do you got for me? So I think this started as a joke threat uh, when I was <laughs> yes, drinking too much last week. But on Steam, they recently released the Project Diva uh, Mega Mix Plus, which is a collection of the better Project Diva songs, which is pretty good. It's missing a couple features, but it's overall pretty good game if you like rhythm games. And I've been having fun going back and playing my favorites. And so like a lot of my favorite songs are stuck in my head. I realized like, hey, this might actually work. So I put together a playlist that I'll, I'll link on the thing here below but i got this uh youtube playlist of i i think it's like a variety in a way it's all j-pop so there's gonna be similarities um but i did like get a mix of them i think this should be a good listen if you can put up with it or not because i know it's not everybody's thing but you do the mmd stuff with us on vr chat yeah uh um, how much do you know about like Japanese pop idol culture? I know some. I know it's pretty gross, and there's a lot of issues with it. A lot of um, the 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 groups with the younger people, anyways, like people graduate out of it, and they, it's a rotating thing. And baby metal was like the weird one where they didn't really, no one graduated out of that. Like a couple people left, but it was 
for like health reasons or whatever, like the the main singer is still in that, and she's now way older than most idol ish people from her camp or whatever. Because there's like different publishers. Um, I know like Girls Generation is a big uh, J-pop group, and I believe they have a, a somewhat rotating cast of of people. Um, it's really weird over there because there's definitely like pop singers, but then there's like the idol pop industry, and it's a lot more about. I think the personalities that they hire and like the aesthetic to it and like the clock costumes and the kind of uh, whatever they bring, right? Like there's like an emotional investment and like the music almost feels like it's separate. I don't know. It, it's very strange. Yeah. It, it is a very no, it's, strange it's a, uh, cause. It's a very Japanese thing. Like it's just, it's kind of parts of it are maybe a little alien to some Americans, I guess. But in the same way, like, I'm watching everyone watch this Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, and it's like, no, it's really easy to just sort of, like, get sucked into uh, faces on the TV. Uh, you know, there's yes. something about, like, when you see something on the stage and it just captures your imagination, you get lost in the fantasy of it all. There's, like, that's a human thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the traditions of pop idol music uh, are very much a part of the Hatsune Miku craze. That I think is it's maybe waned a little bit, but it's also still around. But it's also kind of weird. Like I, I found this video of a like Japanese pop idols of the eighties, and it's like a couple of these sets look a lot like stuff I've seen Miku on. Where oh nice, it's like oh it's like they kind of they they haven't changed much. It's always like here's a lame like cardboard set with rainbows and a, and pretty trees, and there's like a guy in an animal costume dancing. And it's like, oh, it's the same thing. It hasn't changed at all. Just now it's a, a hologram. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, it's kind of, it's interesting to reflect on like what Hatsune Miku is as just like the mm-hmm. synthetic voice that is also a pop idol with her own fan base. It reminds me because I have that Lego set of like the K-pop stage, right? With the, uh, the animals yeah. and they have microphones and. There's a certain level of like that to to all of this, and and so like I don't I don't have anything against it. I haven't listened to a lot of Vocaloid stuff, and what I have listened to, I'm just like, it's interesting, but it doesn't capture me. But I will promise to give this playlist like its fair shake. I'll take notes, I'll listen to it on my good headphones, and like really kind of dive into it. Like, because I know with Hatsune Miku stuff, there's a lot of fan stuff. I like her thing, like her Vocaloid thing is like just something you can buy and just make music with. So, I mean, I'm looking at this and a lot of this is from one or two uh, playlists or one or two people, but I don't know if this is like technically official music, like are these fan covers, are these... Uh, so uh, the the list I sent you, these are all uh, mixes that are used in the game, which is an arcade game that Sega put out. Okay. And I think technically Sega owns the Vocaloid software too. Oh, interesting. I think I think one of their subsidiaries does, but um, I don't know. That stuff gets complicated. Uh, but they they made some songs, but they also took some other songs, like they licensed them and redid them for the arcade. So it's funny because sometimes I'll look up a song I want to hear, and it's like this doesn't sound as good. And they realize, oh, the arcade one was mixed better, or they touched oh, it up with like a better version of Miku because they're using the, like the 2.0 version and Sega has like the 4.68 version that sounds better. You know, like it, little things where it's like, oh yeah, this this is better. Um, they're also almost all music videos. 
which some of them are fun to watch, and some of them have translations uh, for the lyrics, if you're curious. It's, uh, like, the point of this is more so the music, um, but they're there. I uh, want to say, you know, I actually don't know the history on all these songs, so I can't say how many of them were, like, commissioned for this game and how many came from, like, legitimate bands that just used the software. But there is a mix in here. And you might pick up on the different tones, too. It's it's not all the sound, same kind of stuff. It would be interesting to download the Hatsune Miku Vocaloid thing and try to make a song with it. Yeah, I forget. How much is that? Um, Apparently the trial is free for 39 days, which is quite a bit. Yeah, I heard it's actually really hard to use, right? Um, I've heard that too. Also, that, they, like, they don't have many good like English voices. <laughs> like the mm-hmm. the way that it works, it really simulates Japanese better. Oh, uh, so that's another thing because like I've heard a couple like amateurish ones on YouTube where they they do it in English and it 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 doesn't even sound wrong. It sounds like it's not working. Sure. It would just be funny to do like like a death metal song featuring Hatsune Miku and just like you know put her in like the bridge or something. Oh, I found here's this. Uh, I want to skip to the part with the lyrics. Oh god! Here I found Miku doing a uh, Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Wow, the mix on this is really bad. It is. <laughs> so, again, I, I I think I joked about making a list of Vocaloid, but when I realized that the mixes on the arcade game are kind of listenable, it's like, maybe this will work. So I hope it's a fun listen for everybody. Again, the playlist will be in the description there. Yeah, and we're both like bringing something... I wanted to match the Vocaloid thing with something fun because I thought about bringing black metal. I thought about bringing like Halsey or um, you know something more serious. And it's like I don't want to bring like if you if you're gonna bring like Vocaloid video game music, I don't want to be like and then let's listen to like this really dark synth pop album or whatever, right? Like I don't like that contrast might be nice, but it just feels like I'm taking it too seriously. Then so it's like, well, what if we listen to like drunken Russian music? Yeah, I'm with you here. This is going to be a fun movie or music club. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I know we're going a little long, but uh, do you have a glad space to share? Yes, I do. Uh, last Saturday, I went to my dad's house um, with my brother. My mom was uh, visiting her grandparents, and he bought some uh, pot gummies from a store in Illinois. And he's like, hey, I'm not going to lie. I took one of these like a half hour ago. Um, it's kind of started to hit me and I was like, yeah, I'm going to jump on that train. So I had half a one and then we decided to watch Austin Powers two, the spy who shagged me. And oh, that okay. was That's really fun. Pick. Yeah. That movie's, I forgot that movie is dumb as fuck, but it is really funny. I can, I am, I am surprised at like that movie is like slightly altered by lexicon. There are things from it that I say and I, and they're like, oh, I guess that's just from this movie. Um, but we had a really good time with that. I I don't think I had enough actual THC to super get me high. I didn't feel it too much, but like it made food taste really good and it made that movie pretty funny. So like there was an effect, and that was a really good time. And so I think uh, you know in a couple of weeks we're probably gonna do that again, and I'll have a little more pot than just like half a gummy. 
and then we'll pick a different comedy. And uh, that was that was a good time though. Like that was that was super fun. That actually sounds like a really good time. Uh, I had a good time with my dad going to the Warhammer U.S. Open competition last weekend. Yeah, yeah, you showed me a picture or two from that. It looked really cool. Yeah, it was fun, uh, but it was also it was fun because it was his first time like seeing the hobby because he's never like I'd ever take him to the store or anything, and right. so he's aware of the models. He's painted models. Uh, you know, he he has a couple books he's he's reading. Um, uh, but also just like seeing people cur in like their whole army and setting it up on the table with all the terrain, and he was like, "Oh, look, there's little buildings," and like you know, it, it was kind of fun sharing that excitement with him. But it was also fun to just sit down and you know paint the whole day. Yeah, just a a really good time. That sounds like it. I I haven't like introduced anybody else in my fa- family or immediate vicinity to like painting minis, but it is such a cool hobby. And so it's it's cool to be like your dad enjoys this enough to like want to go to a fucking convention and see like the figures. I know I think you mentioned like the Blood Bowl stuff in the one Discord we're in, and like he's got like he's got his things he likes right, and like that is that is so fun that. You have that together, like that's that's really special. I cherish it. Yeah. Uh, I I actually um, not to backpedal, but I want to say real quick, the one thing I forgot to talk about was Overwatch. What was it? They announced the date what? is October, which we didn't have a date yet. Um. Also, they're dropping. They're not going to sell it anymore. Now it's free to play, and you have to buy a battle pass. Ah, and they announced the Junker Queen, who I've been asking for. I had to look it up. I've been asking for Junker Queen since 2017, and it just really feels like too little, too late. Like I, for a split second, I was so excited when she popped up on screen, and then I saw gameplay of her like running around with an axe, and I was like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> like I, I lost interest incredibly fast. Yeah, I, I um I clicked on the link the the trailer for her and I was seven minutes long and I picked a random spot and she wasn't there and then I closed it because I I'm not gonna play Overwatch too. I yeah I I have this morbid curiosity, but I also kind of picture like, do I really want to sit down and spend time waiting in a queue for random people to yell at me? Like, it just seems odd to me. Yeah. So yeah, a weird year. I don't know if E3 next year will be better or more messy, but I had some fun this year. That's good. I think um, I think that's it then, huh? Because yeah, as Austin Powers would say, and I'm spent. And then he would throw something behind him and hope someone catches it because he's not gonna fucking do it. I don't I have any clever like, follow-ups. I- He's like, I will never love another man. And Dr. Evil's like, yes, that's true. Because, you know, he's from the future and, and Frau dates women in the future. And just like, <laughs> I, the, the little things in that movie, there's every joke in that movie, I swear to fucking God, is funny. All of them are dumb. There is not a smart joke in that movie. But they're <laughs> but dumb they're in the right really way. they're really funny. Yeah, they are. It's so good. Mini me, stop pumping the laser. We continue on. I will just keep quoting this movie, so we should probably stop. <laughs> Woohoo! No, I want to end on a happier note than Overwatch too. So, Austin <laughs> Powers, watch Austin, Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Too.
Yeah, do it. There we go. Bye, everybody. <laughs>